0: Hey everyone, this is your host Sam, and thank you so much for listening to Everything in Me, the podcast. Um, This episode is kind of a flood of emotion because I think that it's something that women or just people in general struggle with a lot of the times because the idea behind loving yourself is so powerful. Um, It's said a lot of times and it can come off as really cliche. When someone says, you know, to you, you need to love yourself more or, you know, you don't love yourself. um, The idea behind it, I think, is not spoken of a lot. It's almost expected or asked of people to do so, but they don't really give them the tools, the steps, the insight as to what it means to love yourself. Um, And I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit because I felt that this is a very important piece as to why... um, I think I allow myself to be whole or what makes me whole is the fact that I love myself more than anything else in the world. And I'm going to fight for myself above everything else in the world. And I wanted to share that a little bit with you guys because I feel like, you know, again, people don't talk about it enough. They kind of expect people to do so. You know, the idea behind loving yourself is essentially embracing who you are, where you are wherever you are in your life and its journey. And it can be challenging to accept the flaws, accept the insecurities. I think, you know, negativity or things that we don't like the most pop up um, rather quickly when we think of ourselves. And that's unfortunate because I feel as though that's a, almost a learned behavior. Um, and one could argue with me on that one. It's easier to point out one's flaws than it is to point out one's highlights and the things that make them themselves beautiful, amazing, you know, phenomenal. And I think it's important to reshape, you know, similar kind of messaging that I talked about in my last episode. Reshape just how we view ourselves, how we deal with ourselves. Really treat ourselves as the delicate, um, just ship-shaping individuals that we are. You know, flaws, I think, obviously, you know, come to mind really quickly. And this is, this is, you know, a key thing. Love includes flaws. Love includes insecurities. It includes fears. It includes the things that we aren't happy with. But love overpowers the fact that these things exist. But love is the one that engulfs everything. It's still love at the end of the day. It boils down to just pure love at the end of the day. It is the, the biggest saturation that absorbs everything else. You know, self-love is really challenging because of the fact that everyone is, is almost expecting love. Your parents, your family, your cousins, your relationships, your kids, all of those things. And love seems to just go out, go out. To everyone else, to everyone else. And then when you sit down and you kind of think about it, you're like, what do I have to give myself? Because I just love everyone else. I love a thing. I love a place. I love a noun. I love a verb. You know, all of these things are external. These things are not within me. And you almost, for me, I have to see myself almost as an outside person in order to grasp, because I'm living, breathing, walking, you know, who I am. I almost have to take myself outside of my skin, outside of my being to to absorb myself and to love myself and just see the value in who I am, who I've become, what I've been able to do. And I love myself in different ways. And I love myself a little bit more as I really take the time to, again, reflect and understand the things that I've been through, the things that I've dealt with, the things that I've come to realize, the things that I've worked on, the things that I'm good at, the things that I'm, I am have the most fun with. Um, I start to just understand the different shades of me and enjoy those things and not take away from the fact and don't really celebrate the fact that it is me. It's not someone else I'm talking about. It's not something else that I'm talking about because there is a detachment. A lot of times when you talk about self-love and you talk about, you know, who I am as a person and all of these different things. Um, And it's almost necessary sometimes, but the reality is you can love yourself because there's a lot of things in you that you love in other people or other things. But a lot of times we don't give ourselves the credit. We don't give ourselves the acknowledgement because it's external and because it exists in somewhere else, in someone else, it's desirable. It's, you know, something that is attractive, something that is, you know, lovable. But once it it shows up in ourselves, there's almost like a self hate or lack of realization of just really how well-rounded, amazing, you know, fun, loving, goofy, you know, full of surprises, you know, tons of different attributes that make up who we are. Um, You definitely want to be very careful when describing yourself. I think this is something that's really, really crucial. When some people talk about the things that they love about themselves, they immediately go to the um, external things. So those are the things that, you know, when you talk about, um, I love my hair, I love the way that I walk, I love my body type, I love my skin color. Um, I think that it is important to reflect on the overall love that one feels for oneself with the internal. So the attributes that we have, you know, that we hold, whether it be, I love how caring I am. I love how my spirit never really dies. I love my resiliency. Um, Sometimes we have to take the words that other people have used to describe us and find a way to own it. You know, resilient comes, me even using this word, to be honest with you, come from my therapist. Um, I never really thought of myself as being resilient. I never thought of myself as being someone who could overcome challenges and let things roll right off my back. I never was that person. I never really gave myself a lot of credit, Um, but it was through therapy, through a proper understanding of the word and accepting of the word as my own to start using it. because I felt like I didn't exactly see myself in those shoes, but as a case was made to explain the things that I have been through, the things that I've done and how I chose to do that and how it equaled that word and how I engulfed in that word, whether I knew it willingly or not. Um, it really, really changed the way that I looked at myself and the way that I loved myself ultimately because I realized like how amazing I really am. And, and I don't say this and I don't think anyone, you know, should take it in that matter of like, Oh, you think you're better than someone else. You think that you're, you know, you're more capable than me. And, you know, that comes from confidence. That's really what that is. But the idea that you as a person are so amazing are so well-rounded are, are is such a work in progress is such a ever-growing, understanding, caring, thoughtful, phenomenal person really comes with you accepting those words to be your own. You know, the outsides, I feel like, are going to change. You know, my hair color will probably change when I get older. I already saw gray hair. Um, You know, my body type is going to change once I have kids. You know, maybe my skin color kind of gets a little darker or paler depending on if I'm in the sun or not. You know, there's many things about me that may change moving forward. And although I love those things right now, I want to evolve as they evolve. And my love for those things evolve as they evolve. Um, It's it's really hard to love yourself. A lot of it comes from positive self-talk. So really doing the work to change the habits in which you address yourself. Like, you know, referring to yourself as, oh my God, you're so stupid. Oh my god, I really wish, you know, you didn't think like that. Oh my god, you know, you're not as pretty as you think you are. You know, just little things that people may do or say and adjust those things to be more loving and thoughtful things because you wouldn't say that to a loved one. You would probably say something or maybe, you know, kindly say something of, "You know what? You got to do a little bit better than that. You know, you're smarter than that." That's something you definitely got to work on. That's definitely something you got to look at differently from a different angle. It's very important and a huge part of loving yourself is forgiving yourself from the burdens that you carry, forgiving yourself for the things that you did dif- did one way that you wish were different because at the time you only knew what you knew and now that you know more, you feel like you would have done things differently, forgiving yourself for the things you cannot change. Forgiving yourself for the things that happened to you that really had nothing to do with you, was a part of your life's process, and you had to go through it in order to get to the other side, and you're a better person because of it, but it does feel uncomfortable. It does feel weird. It does feel like a you know you need to be reborn. Forgiving yourself for falling short from the expectations you have for yourself. You have to let those things go. There's a let-go process, and letting go doesn't always mean completely it's out of my realm, it's out of my wheelhouse. I don't even remember. You know, because you have to be careful. Sometimes when we push certain things so far down that we think it's in the it's in the attic. Who goes up to the attic? It doesn't even matter. What does it matter? Why are we even thinking about that? Why are we even going there? And this is something I've definitely done myself where it didn't strike me until there was a trigger. And I realized you didn't you didn't put it up in the attic. You didn't it, it wasn't destroyed. It's still there. It's just moved. Now it's moved itself to front and center. And now I feel almost the same way I felt the time that it occurred. And all the work that I had done didn't really really matter. You know, I talked about this in my last podcast and it's still relevant. You're only as strong as your biggest weakness. So, loving yourself and your weaknesses, and the things you cannot control, and the things you were born with, and the things that may be hereditary, and the things that you were subjected to until you reacted to those things because of the situations you were in at the time, forgiving yourself of those things would allow you to have the room to be able to love yourself in ways that nobody in this world could ever love you but God Himself. Because the reality is, we are all loved. We are all loved by him. All loved. Even if someone says you're unlovable, even if you know your relationships feel as though you're not loved. That doesn't necessarily mean that. I think that little light that you carry within yourself that gives you the strength, that gives you the the energy to be able to go on the next day or, you know, continue to open your heart to others. That's important. That matters that is something that depicts your energy depicts your well-being depicts you know everything that you kind of engulf yourself with and it's so important to recognize the power in that and the and just the overall importance of that that really really defines you as a person someone who loves themselves does do a lot of the things that maybe someone else who doesn't love themselves i think putting that strict with that big expectation of, oh, I love myself, so I would never subject myself to being lied to or cheated on or abused or all those other things. That's not to say those things won't occur to you. That's not to say that you you've, you can come out of life unscathed of things. That's not necessarily the case. But the reality is you truly, truly allow yourself the freedom, the opportunity to be in a different place than you would if you didn't love yourself in a place of hope, a place of faith, a place of groundedness. These things don't come from, you know, only faith itself. It comes from in the belief that my flaws and all, I am complete, I am whole, I am worthy, I am powerful, I am amazing, I am one of a kind, I am beautiful, I am successful, I am smart. I am just everything I should be as I am. And that can change your relationships. That can change your future. That can change your destiny. That can change your well-being. It can change your health. There's so many things behind it that I don't think it's completely clear as to how almost imperative that is to an individual. Making sure that all that you consume yourself with is your well-being is your responsibility it really and truly is and loving yourself is exactly that now the way you love yourself is going to be different than maybe your external relationships um you know how you love yourself can be in a way that no other human being has ever loved you and that is a beautiful thing that's definitely something that is it's 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 heartwarming it it feels good to know that you have someone like yourself who completely is obsessed with yourself and not in a negative way in a really healthy, positive, just overall joy, joyous way because it attracts the energy of other people who who love themselves of other people who want nothing but love for themselves. And that is a, a great start to a relationship. Let me tell you that, knowing that you're with someone who loves himself. Now, if you're in that place where you don't love yourself or you haven't considered or you want to love yourself or you're learning ways to love yourself, take the time to get to know yourself. That may seem weird. That may seem crazy. But a lot of it is, is actually, to me, a communicative thing to oneself. A lot of times we have thoughts and they're internal and they're in our brains and we don't really speak of that. these things. The power of the tongue is real. So the idea behind standing in front of the mirror and highlighting the things that you enjoy about yourself, watching yourself smile, it, it seems cliche. It seems just completely like, okay, you're, you're weird. But the reality is the smile is the external way that one expresses joy. You know, one expresses pure happiness. Your eyes is the way that it's a whole new world that is able to accept the world for what it is. And to know that your purest moments where you're laughing, whether it be something funny or something that just tickles you or something that you recall or remember, and you glance at yourself to almost receive that energy that you're you're spewing out of your body, out of your your being, and that mirror is reflecting that right back on you and into your heart, and you know where that comes from, it's almost hugging yourself. It's almost giving yourself that, that one little squeeze of love or ounce of love that maybe you were craving or maybe that you needed or maybe you didn't even know you needed. Little things like that, as awkward as it may seem, create mental pictures and memories and things that you are able to understand more looking at other individuals and and figuring out how do they love themselves what do they do to show themselves love you know being showing someone that you love them it could be as simple as obviously caring about them showing up for them you know honesty with it, within them you know being honest with yourself is a, is a is a great step of how you truly feel about things how you truly feel about yourself, how you truly feel about the things that you've been through. That's a great start. And even going to the part where you completely break down, you completely allow yourself to be broken, knowing that you want to be whole again and you want to love again and you want to appreciate again and you want to be grateful again for who you are, where you are, and what you've been through. You know, I gain a lot of inspiration behind a lot of different people in different scenarios. Um, there's some really great stories on Vice and these different websites, you know, whether it be Instagram, um, YouTube, you know, Facebook, of short stories of people who express their loves for themselves and just how amazed they are of themselves, whether it be accomplishing something, overcoming something, living with a disability deciding to come out to their family their friends their loved ones deciding to be who they are over anyone else's opinion surrounding yourself around like minded energies or energies that you aspire to be has a really really great great effect one that can really really start to enhance and help almost expedite the process um you know there's a lot of things that they they call these like these cultures that they use to basically infuse new, you know, essence into the old essence of different dishes that they make. And it's kind of almost taking a piece of what is out there that already is example of what you want to be or where you want to be. And you being there as kind of the new, you know, opportunist trying to absorb and mimic in your own way, those behaviors, that example, in order to find yourself, in order to find your own unique flavor. Knowing that there's no one in this world who's ever going to be who you are. That can never happen ever, ever, ever. No matter if they look alike, matter if they talk alike, whatever that looks like, they'll never be anyone else like you. The reality is you own that. You own your heart. You own these things. And as emotions start to flood, As far as you, you know, doing things that you like about yourself or experiencing things that you really like about yourself, embrace that, enjoy that, believe that, believe yourself when you show up for yourself. Believe that, accept that, you know, lean on yourself. Of course, you draw strength from so many other external things, but the reality is, it really takes you to be able to develop a new type of love for yourself and you're gonna gonna have to try here and there different things and try you know over time things will come and once you do it just gets better with time it gets better with time and it becomes an example of what you want for yourself and how you want to be loved and how you want to be taken care of or how you want to um, participate in a relationship or a situation because The reality is once you start to love yourself or once you love yourself, there's no stopping it. There's no stopping that feeling. It's there. It's a part of you. It's ingrained in you. And become obsessed with that. Become obsessed with that opportunity to be able to become the biggest advocate for yourself, the biggest warm, fuzzy person, you know, whatever that may look like for you, but get ready to... Love yourself in ways that you've never done before, because that shows, and that example can spread like wildfire, it can inspire other people, it can inspire your own self to be honest with you because I've been motivated by me where I recognize an attribute or a thing that I've been able to do for someone else, and I'm like, oh my gosh if i if I flip that and put that on myself, who knows. Who really knows what that could have meant for everything else under the sun? So with that being said, guys, I really, really thank you again for listening and I'm truly grateful. I hope everyone is staying safe, staying safe during these times. I know it's unpredictable and I know there's a lot of crazy things that are going on. The reality is we have to be prepared. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to be cautious we can't always believe everything that we hear. We need to do our due diligence, our research, um, understand from real lives, you know, what's actually happening. I think now in this day and age, we have access to a lot of different outlets that are able to, you know, come from actual essential workers or just people in the front line, you know, current COVID-19 um, victims and understanding a little bit more about their journey and the uncertainty behind these times. So be safe for those of you who are struggling or for those of you who are really, really looking forward to moving on from this and hopefully not becoming as damaged or having such a setback behind this. I, I give you all the strength in the world. Keep faith. Don't lose hope. Make smart decisions when you're, you know, coexisting with other people and, and things of that nature. This isn't over yet. So let's take our time to really understand the ramifications behind something like this. But I hope that this episode and my episodes in general have given you guys hope and some time to really reflect and understand yourselves a little bit more. It's therapeutic to me. I know I've said this before, but it really does make me feel as though I'm contributing and I'm also in my own element. Um, I really look forward to you know my next episode thank you guys for for listening i really appreciate it and you know stay well